Email has an ability many channels don't, creating valuable personal touches at scale. David Newman. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Leesis. We talked last episode about building your website, and one of the things on your website, especially that homepage, is a way to sign up for your newsletter. Okay, great. What's a newsletter? Newsletters are a very valuable tool in keeping connected with your readers and keeping them updated on what you're doing. They get to feel part of the process when they see your progress updates, updates about sales on your books or signings that you're doing or just life stuff. That's kind of what newsletters are for. We, as Writing Roots, have a specific newsletter that only releases four times a year. It's just an update on the podcast and some extra writing tips and such. So stay tuned at the very end. We will have a list of ways that you can get involved and even possibly advertise your book through us. So stay tuned. So let's get into the purpose of newsletters and what you can use them for. Newsletters are supposed to help you. And it's about more than just getting someone to notice your book, getting someone to purchase your book. It's about building a fan base, building a collection of people who feel like they're connected to you. That's what our opener was talking about. You can feel that personal connection regardless of how large or small your newsletter signup is. If you're on an especially tight budget, one of the things that's great about newsletters is they just take time. It will take time to build that list and it will take time to create the content and send it out, but it's pretty cost effective. Yeah, there are hosting sites like Review or MailChimp that allow you to set up a newsletter mailing list. They handle all of that and it costs you nothing. They don't charge any fees for that. The more frequently they see your name, the more likely they are to feel like they're building a relationship and buy your books when they do come out. A great way to expand once you have a newsletter list and once you have a couple books under your belt is to start working with other authors. To find someone who is about the same size as you, a great measurement is your newsletter size. But if you guys do share a target audience, you can promote their book on your newsletter list and then they can promote your book when it comes out. You've doubled both of your reach simply by having a newsletter. There is a danger, however, with newsletters. You don't want to just spam out there and say, sign up to sign up, or you don't want to pay a bunch of people to sign up because inevitably they won't be in your target audience. It's like untargeted ads. When you're thinking about putting together a newsletter, think about why they are coming to you, why they want to sign up for your newsletter. What is it that they're hoping to gain from the conversation? This gives them a reason to not only subscribe, but to actually read the newsletter. What do they want to learn and gain? And what are you going to give them? You need to make sure those expectations match the reality. So are you planning to use this newsletter to build credibility? Are you using it to increase relationships with the readers? Are you using it to entice them with your writing? 
what is your purpose? And then make sure they know that when they're signing up. And how you answer all of those questions will guide the next thing we want to talk about. And that is the content, what people actually read in your newsletter. So back in newspaper times, there is a thing that we call above the fold. This is the part of the newspaper that appears above the fold. So that's the only thing they see before they drop it down and open up the full page. This needs to hit hard. The same thing applies to your newsletter. What they see when they first open it up without having to scroll down is going to draw them in. If it's something not interesting, they're going to move away. They're not going to look further. Therefore, if social media has taught us anything, Pictures are our friend in gaining attention. Having a graphic that they don't have to scroll down to see will help them recognize that it's from you and they want to read on. Another thing you want to watch out for with the content is making them timely. They are going out at a certain time. So are there any holidays that are coming out? Like today, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Even though it's not Valentine's Day while we're recording, we say this during the episode because we know it's going to air February 14th. You can also post updates on your book. These things that your audience can relate to and things that will get them excited about your next upcoming book. Maybe a sample, maybe a little teaser. If you're doing a book trailer and you're releasing that, These are the types of things that will get people's attention and get them starting to think about possibly purchasing that book down the road. Remember the Ada funnel. The newsletter is leaning from that awareness step into that interest step. They are aware of you. They signed up for your newsletter. Now you are getting them interested in you, in your books, in what you're working on. So when you're there, you need to make it personal. What can they not find anywhere else that you're offering them in the newsletter? You don't want it to just be a reiteration of things that you've posted on your social media. Another thing to consider when putting together your content for your newsletter is what goes in the subject line. A lot of your subject lines will be the main thing they hope to gain from that particular newsletter. Just taking a quick look at the promotional emails I have stacked up in my email account. Don't miss this super deal. Make the most of your membership. Transform your photos. You can see all of these are saying here, here is this thing for you. Here's this thing to make your life better. That's the sort of thing that you work into your own headline. And of course, if you feel like there's not enough information to make it worthy of a newsletter, A picture is worth a thousand words. Some of our favorite authors like to use their pets. Dean Kuntz is constantly posting pictures of his dog. Brandon Sanderson, he has his macaw. I'm not really surprised at that. (laughs) No, we really shouldn't be. Even if it's not writing related, this is a way to be personal, be connected. So I've figured out what I want to have in my newsletter. Now, how do I know when to release it? Do I just release it whenever I happen to have an update? No, you need to have a schedule, something that keeps you motivated and consistent. You need to decide how often you're going to do it because newsletters take time to do one right. 
So a weekly newsletter or a monthly newsletter, we do ours every three months. If you send a newsletter too frequently, they're going to unsubscribe from your newsletter or send you to the spam filter. So be careful about doing it too much. Our newsletter, it breaks down to about five different sections. We start off with writing tips. We are a writing podcast. So the very first thing we do is share advice of some kind to help you improve your writing. That's what people come to us for, after all. And then the next three sections is the majority of the newsletter. Those three sections are new, now, and next. So new, what's happened since last time we communicated. Now, what's in the works right now. And next, what do we have to look forward to? And then the final section is the information about our writing community. This is where we post a little information about our in-person writing group, any books that we have releasing or any of our listeners have that they're releasing, which, by the way, if you have a book that's coming out, send us an email and we want to include it in the newsletter. We want to help you with that. And if you want to see what other people are writing selfishly, then this is a great way to keep in touch with not just us, but the community at large. So I know what's in it. I know when I'm going to release it and I'm ready to send out my newsletter into the world. But I only have my mom, my grandma and my uncle on the list. Building your list for a newsletter takes a bit of time and effort and consistent work. One of the things you can do is any event that you participate in in some way, not usually as the attendee, but like a booth at a fair or if you're holding a signing or a book launch, have a sign up there. They're already there. They're already getting to know you. So, hey, let's take this a step further and let's continue to build this relationship through a newsletter format. Another thing that is probably the easiest and the best thing to do is to have a button on your website that they click to sign up. And if it's on the website, make sure you make it super easy for them to fill it out. Don't give them any more work than you have to because at any point they can check out. Make sure they don't have any roadblocks to getting connected with you. That means you need to be driving people to your website. And the last way we want to suggest to build up your newsletter signups is to offer something that no one can find outside of the newsletter. So beyond the crystal ball glimpse into the future and the writing tips that you get specifically in your inbox with our newsletter, you have to be signed up for our newsletter in order to advertise through our newsletter. One author I've seen, she had a very popular romance novel, The Love Hypothesis. If you sign up for her newsletter, you got the spicy chapter written from the man's perspective. Again, give them something they can't get anywhere else. Something that makes them more connected to you and your brand. The newsletter is at least as much about selling yourself as it is about selling your books. So when you're writing that newsletter, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>